There is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to BU Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Hi, it's Jill. Welcome back to Be You. So today, as you saw from the title, I'm going to share with you something that is guaranteed to create a shift in any relationship that you apply it to. It's something that I've done a few times and I realized that I want to do this exercise with several people in my life. I've done it now with three people in my life. And I have experienced profound shifts. I mean, there are so many relationships that are difficult for many different reasons. And we know that when someone triggers us, when their behavior is really, really bothersome to us, it says more about us and what is wanting to be healed than it really does about them. You know, it really is a gift, but that doesn't mean it's easy. There are some people that it's it's just, there's so much history, there's trauma, just the way they show up in the world is not just triggering, but it's many times it can be painful. These are people who could just be people who we are working with, but it could be someone that we feel almost like stuck with because they're in our closest nucleus of a family. And you know, there's really nothing we can do to change the behavior of other people. All we can do is shift our own perspective and keep looking inward. And every bit of healing we do in ourselves really does affect the relationship and affect the other person, of course, right? Because they're feeling us differently. They're interpreting us differently. We are landing differently for them. We, we vibrate differently. We sound differently. And still, this exercise I'm going to share with you can go beyond that. It's not just you and I doing our own healing, looking at our own stuff. Not that that isn't enough. But this is a specific exercise for you and I to really sit down and dedicate time to creating a shift in that particular relationship. Not just I'm going to work in and on and through myself. And I know there are ripple effects. I know that everything they do is about them and not about me. But beyond that, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to carve out time. This episode is landing for, if you're listening to it in real time, in December. And I know many of you do not celebrate the holidays of Christmas or Hanukkah. And many of you do. 
So for those of you who do, it's a very, very busy time. It can be a stressful time, joyous time, but also a very full time. A lot of patterns come up, a lot of stuff comes up in us and in our family members because we are more stressed, right? Because of what's going on. And so there's an opportunity for us to really take a look at that. So, you know, if you're feeling in the month of December, like, you know, I just, I can't really think about anything else. I'm plowing through and I'm excited about this. I'm totally living in gratitude. I'm not going to go through the month overspending, overstimulated and stressed out. Yet, I just want to take a little bit of time from like the personal growth work. You know, I just want to like enjoy the month and just kind of cruise through the month and have fun. And, and also I have a lot more on my plate. This is still an exercise you can do if you're coming from that place. And I would encourage you to do it because it's not going to take a ton of time. This time that you spend doing this exercise is going to make your month different. It will change your month. It will change how you feel, even if it's just something between you and one other person that you're addressing in this, writing these letters, it will shift you. You know how you do one thing is how you do everything. You know that everything bleeds into and flows into everything else. It will create such a shift. I promise you, you will feel so much better if you carve out time to do this. You'll probably do it and go, oh my gosh, I should probably do that 20 more times or 10 more times or five more times. I wanna do it with this person and this person and this person. That's how I felt. It's okay if you don't do it in December. If you wanna wait and do it in January, go right ahead. The reason I'm asking you to consider doing it this month is because there is nothing more important than you having more peace in a relationship where you don't feel like there is enough or there is any at all. There's nothing more important. There's no holiday that's more important. There's no gift that's more important. That is going to make you feel so different when you are walking into this new year. So what is it? Well, These letters, it's three different letters. You are going to write a rage letter, a sadness letter, and a gratitude letter toward one specific person. Now we could talk for hours about why. Quickly, I'll just say that whether you realize it or not, there is a lot of stuck stuff. We'll call it stuff. Stuck stuff in your physical body, not just from childhood, from your experience with this person. Maybe it's your child your mother, your mother-in-law, a cousin, a coworker, an ex-lover, a current partner. And every experience you've had with this person has gotten filed away in your body in that living library, just like experiences did when you were a child, which is so much of what we talk about in BU. But what about like yesterday? It gets filed away and filed away and filed away. And many times when you're interacting with that person and you fly off the handle or you get angry, you get triggered, you you explode, or you say nothing, but you bite your tongue and you grit your teeth and you push down those feelings. When you start building up resentment over time towards that person, all of that has an effect on your health, on your physical health, your mental health, your spiritual health, on how you show up in the world. It's not a one and done. Everything you're experiencing with that person is affecting your experience with everyone else in your life. And you might think, no, it's not. This person is just such a pain. This is the issue. My relationship with this person is an isolated thing. I just have this thing with my sister. It's only her. It might feel like that. But even if she's the only one who gets under your skin like that, even if she's the only one that you have a history like that with, and you you really don't have issues like this with anyone else, Whatever is stuck in you that is not free, 
that you're not free from and free of is 100% affecting how you land for other people and how you see other things, even if you think it has nothing to do with this. So these letters, these three letters, this, I'll call it freedom exercise, this exercise to shift your relationship with this person is about you. It's about your relationship with that person, but it's also about your life in general, your peace, your health, You know, picture yourself, you know, your body is like stuffed with tissue paper. By doing what we're getting ready to do, the tissue paper isn't bothering you. It's hidden beneath your skin. You don't even notice it. But when we do this exercise, you're going to be able to pull out huge wads of tissue paper. And sometimes you'll pull and pull and pull and more keeps coming and more keeps coming. And you had no idea it was there. And then you're going to feel this freed up space in your whole being and go, oh my gosh, I just feel lighter. I feel different. It can't be from that. It is. It is from that. There's so much that you have stuffed down, partly because you're not aware of it, partly because, you know, you got shit to do. You've got a life to live. You have other things going on. You're not going to fixate on this one relationship. You're not going to put all your time and energy in trying to fix or even, you know, ruminate on this one thing with this one person or this ongoing saga with this one person. But when you do take time to focus on this and do this exercise, you are going to notice not just lightness and not just more peace, but you are going to see this person differently. Their behavior may not change or it may. It actually might. I've seen that happen. But let's say it doesn't. They never change. So what? This is something that it would be so easy to jump to the, the last part of this, which is, okay, fine. They drive me crazy, but this is why I'm grateful for them. We're going to do some stuff that you probably don't want to do. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's not going to be fun. But that's the stuff that gets us free. That's the stuff that really creates the biggest change in our lives. So this was first introduced to me by a coach of mine actually the first coach I ever had, I did this actually toward a company that fired me, trashed my name, ruined so many relationships that I had, gossiped about me, broke my heart. And even though you can hear there's a little charge still when I talk about it, even though I haven't fully let that go, my body's free of it. Like just intellectually, I can say, yeah, that sucked. I didn't like it. This is what happened, X, Y, Z. But I don't feel what I did before, not even close to it. Like I can feel that I'm free of that. I also wrote these three letters toward my own spouse, toward one of my kids. Actually, no, two of my kids. I've done this more times than I realized. And I can tell you that recently having my coach come into my home for a full weekend of healing for my family. Every one of us did this exercise. So five children ages 18 to 24 and two adults, my husband and myself, everybody loved it. When we talked about our favorite part of the weekend, every person said they loved, loved, loved writing these letters. It at first to me looked like a lot of work. I'm used to, I'm used to like dictating all of my text messages and I don't write much out with my hands. And I was like, oh, it's going to be a lot of work. And I 
felt like I could have done more and more and more. So I was saying one of the reasons why we do this is to get unstuck, to free ourselves. And just just a reminder that the other thing that will probably happen is you will see the person differently and they will feel you differently because you are shifting your own energy here. It's such a beautiful thing. All right. So the first letter is a letter of rage, a rage letter. We've talked about rage release. We've talked about anger release, temper tantrum, you know, method where you're beating into pillows and you're screaming, yelling into pillows and you're raging and getting stuff out of you. This is all going to be through your pen onto paper. So the most important thing is to carve out time. I want you to set aside like an hour. Uninterrupted. Nobody is around. If you have to go into your closet, go into your closet and make sure you don't have your phone with you unless it's for a timer and nobody gets access to you during this hour. Okay. Nobody, nothing else gets your time. I would like you to have a glass of water next to you, not for drinking. Make sure you do not drink it. This is going to be a space holder. This is going to hold some negative dense energy for you. And I know that sounds really woo woo. You can skip this part if you want, but I don't recommend it. Have that glass of water next to you. Have plenty of paper. And the first, all three letters are to the same person, by the way. Now, the promise I'd like you to make to yourself and to me is that nobody ever reads these letters but you. Nobody gets to see these letters but you. Even the gratitude letter, okay? No one sees these. The first rage letter, you cannot hold back. You need to say everything that you wish you could say. And I'm telling you, as you start writing and you let yourself go, you'll say things that will shock you. Be ugly. Swear if you have to. Be mean. Say every awful thing that you want to say in that moment. It doesn't mean you'd ever say it to the person. It doesn't mean you even want to ever say those words to that person. Let yourself go there. We talk a lot on this podcast about something I didn't learn until two and a half years ago. And that is to allow yourself to feel whatever you need to feel and want to feel without any judgment. Feeling is healing. So feel it. So in this letter, I want you to write everything. And your writing can be messy. Your writing can be however it needs to be. And if you need to get emotion out by like, like, like putting pressure on the pen, on the paper, you do it. You just write and write and write and write and write and write. I can't believe you did this to me. I can't stand this about you. I cannot stand listening to the way you speak. I hate the way you do your hair. I hate when you open your mouth, the way you sound. I can't stand, I cannot believe that you are my sister. You did this to me, you did that to me. And I mean like you are going off. And a part of you is right now going, oh, I can't do that. I don't want to do that. That's mean. Stop stop it. That is your ego trying to stop you from growing. That is your ego trying to stop you from having a huge release that you need to have. This is a gift to that person because your resentment's going to come out. Subconscious thoughts are going to come out. Things that you don't even think you'd ever think or say or want to think or say about this person or to this person will come out, but they can't come out if you're putting a muzzle on them called judgment. You cannot judge yourself. You don't really mean this stuff, okay? You're just giving words to feelings that you can't identify. Let this stuff come out of you. All right, you write and you write and you write and you write. How long do I write? Write until you feel complete. 
I mean, write until exhaustion. If it's 10 pages, it's 10 pages. If it's one page or two pages, fine. But don't hold back. Don't leave any stone unturned. Don't keep anything into the, in the crevices. Take that dirty, nasty, stinky sandwich out of the cracks of the foundation of the basement in the dark and you pull that out into the light and you freaking put it out there. So after you're finished, and this is directed again towards one person, it cannot be directed towards yourself. You can't say, I hate myself for ever marrying you. No, it is only towards that person. It's very important. All right, so you finish that letter. When you finish, I want you to stand up. And now we're going to move what you've brought up. You're going to move anything that's left out of you. Remember that the way you release somatically is through sound, breath, and movement. So this is why I want you to feel safe and be in a place where no one can hear you or be around you. And there are many ways to do this. I'll just give you one example. So one example would be for you to stomp your feet like in a jumping motion, like jump up and stomp, jump up and stomp. But as you do it, I want you to take your hands, maybe like around your shoulders or so, or it could be up in the air. But as you jump down and hit the ground, I want you to throw them towards the ground and I want you to go make a sound, right? Here's an example. Like that. I mean, like loud, let it out. You can even scream, scream, get it out, get it out. And you shake your hands and you shake your hands and you stomp your feet, you stomp your feet and you keep going, okay? It could be 30 seconds or a minute, okay? This isn't a big rage release, right? But this is just to get out what came up as you were writing that letter. Get it out of you, right? Shake your feet, shake your hands, move around, shake your body, take a few really deep breaths in through your nose, out through your mouth. <sighs> okay, so shake it out, shake it out, shake it out, shake it out. And then go back over to your writing place. Take a few more deep breaths, really center yourself, put your hand on your heart right in the center of your chest, another hand on your belly, take a few deep breaths. And now you're ready for the second letter to that same person. And this is a sadness letter. This is from the perspective of, I am so sad. I'm sad that you're like this. I'm so sad that you are mean. I'm so sad that our relationship is like this. This is why I feel sad. I feel sad because... Okay, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but all about the sadness that you are feeling, that you haven't accessed, that you want to feel in this letter. It could even be sadness that you feel sorry for them. I feel sorry for you that you're such a miserable person. I am so sad that I have to be stuck with a sister like this. I'm so sad because I'm tired of crying about this. I'm exhausted. You exhaust me. I am so sad that this is what this has come to, whatever, but sadness, let the tears come, let them flow. Keep breathing while you're writing the letter, keep breathing. Now, if it's harder for you to access emotions too, it may be helpful for you to have like a sad song on, that's helpful, okay? In the first example, you could have some music on that makes you really amped up and maybe could help the anger come out. Okay, so write the sadness letter. You'll know when you're complete, you'll probably cry. Let it out. Let yourself cry. Okay? When you finish that letter, 
Again, just stand up for a minute. Just move around for a minute. Three to five deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. (sighs) Do whatever intuitively feels good. You might give yourself a hug. You might rub your arms with your hands. I remember I was holding my hands on my face, just kind of cradling my face. And then I want you to sit down. And this is the most exciting part. This is when you're going to write a gratitude letter. Grateful for everything this relationship has taught you. Please make sure you also write what you're grateful for about this person. Right now you're thinking, I could never do that. You will be able to after you've written the first two letters. Trust me, you will. I'm actually grateful for you. This is where you're going to see a total shift in perspective. You're going to see a completely different you coming out in relationship to this person. And this person could be someone who really, really hurt you. I'm grateful that I learned these lessons. I'm actually a stronger person because of you. I realize how God was using this example, this this experience to mold me into someone. And I'm grateful, even though even though X, Y, or Z. It might be something where you're saying, I'm so grateful that I'm your mom. And this kid could be the most troubled, annoying child that has caused you nothing but pain for the last five years. But you're so grateful. Gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. This isn't fake. I mean, you're really going to be accessing some gratitude here. You'll know when you're complete. When you're finished, I just want you to give yourself a big hug and be so proud of yourself. Writing these three letters, this is something that most people in the world will never do. Even those who hear this podcast, most people won't take action and that's okay. But if you're someone who really, really does this, when you get to that third letter, I hope you're so proud of yourself. You did shift a lot and you did make an impact on that person and on yourself and on every other part of your life just by doing this. Now, this part is really, really important to hear. After you've written these three letters, you can decide if you want to keep the gratitude letter or not. You don't have to keep it. But the first two letters, I want you to burn. You could rip them up into a bunch of pieces and put them in the trash. But what I have learned is that there's just nothing more powerful than actually physically burning something that you don't want to see anymore in your life. I learned that fire is the only one of the elements that cannot be polluted, cannot be polluted. My coach Sigrid taught me that. I'm like, I never thought about that. You can't pollute fire no matter what you do, no matter what you put in it, you can't pollute the fire. So I want you to burn the first two letters and really like look into the fire and watch them burn. Really take that in and watch them burn. Oh, and as far as that glass of water that you had next to you during the letter writing, when you're finished writing these letters, it's important that you do not drink the water. And this is going to sound, again, a little woo-woo and a little out there, but it's really important that you take that water and you offer it back to the earth. Translated, throw it out in your yard. Just if it's snowing, if it's raining, if it's sunny, it doesn't matter. Just throw it out into the yard. What I do is I also say thank you. Thank you for holding this during this exercise. And then I pour it into the ground, but just make sure you do that. And then that third letter, again, the gratitude letter, you can do whatever you want with that. I held on to a couple of mine, a couple of mine I got rid of. Another thing you could do is you could take the gratitude letter, the third letter, and you could actually bury it into the ground. That's something else you could do. 
Okay, so again, this is one of those things that the impact that this will have is immeasurable. It might be very nuanced. It might be something you don't notice overtly. It depends also how in tune you are. It depends how much you look for it. But if you're willing to look for evidence, you will find evidence that you will physically feel different. You will feel lighter. You will feel more hopeful. You will be in a different place after this letter, no matter what happens with this person. Because the shift you created is the shift you created. It can't be changed. You'll also notice that the first time you see this person, they will probably look different to you. They may even tell you that you look different. What's different about you? They may feel something different in you and not know how to respond to that. It'll be very interesting. But do this and know that even if you can't really see changes, especially right away, they are happening. Energy is a funny thing. (laughs) The stuff that you have been holding in with regard to this person has been doing more damage than you realize. You've been holding a lot and you deserve to have that gone and to let that go and be free of it. And you can't really get into gratitude until you've done that. So this three-part exercise gets you there. It's something that you can repeat with anyone in your life as often as you want. I invite you to do this at least one time by the end of this month. If you're not even listening in December, just do it whenever you hear this. And please tell your friends about this. This is something that, gosh, I was in therapy for years and I had such an awful childhood and so much to heal and be free of. And no one ever suggested this to me. It wasn't until about three years ago, my first coach did. And then it's been suggested by several coaches since then. And it is something that everyone deserves to experience. So thank you so much for listening. I'm excited to see what happens in your life as a result of this. So just remember that every move you make toward healing and returning back to love is a gift to the whole world and a gift to yourself and something that you should be congratulated for. So as we always say on BU, breathe, love yourself and surrender. Have a beautiful day. Have a beautiful week. And we'll see you soon.